everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. My name is Steve. With me, as always, is Cobstone, the man with no name. How are you doing today, Cobstone? <laughs> I'm doing good, Steve. <laughs> it's good. Not, it's good not having a name. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Isn't it? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Stay off the grid. You know. Stay off the grid. It's great. How are you doing? I'm doing great because today we're talking about the third episode of oh, The yeah. Mandalorian season two, also known as Chapter Eleven: The Heiress. Yes, sir. Um, that's something we haven't talked about yet either. That the, they're chapters, you know, and they're still mm-hmm. going, like yeah, chronologically. From season one. Yeah, from season one. Yeah, it's just so, like, pretty cool. Which is yeah, it is, but it's also like oh, sounds like you have some reservations about this. It feels like a whole new book we're in, though. It doesn't feel like it's the same book, you know, chapters mm. in a book. Like to me, chapter uh, nine. So you think it should be season two, chapter one? I think so. I think this is a new book. I think we should have started with chapter one. Because you imagine you end chapter uh, 10 with beating, uh, or chapter eight with beating Moff, Moff Gideon. Oh, Moff Gideon. You, you beat him. And then literally the next chapter, they're like, on another planet, going to fight a space worm. You know, like, it just, like, I'd be like, what? Like, what, where did the other book end? Like, what? You know? All right, so you're not a big fan of the chapter numbers. I, well, I think they need to understand that chapters for books, you know, like you're in the same book, you know? Like okay. Harry Potter didn't just start with the Order of the Phoenix before he finished the Goblet of Fire. You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> anywho, I digress. Oh, I didn't I know you were so passionate about this. <laughs> I just think it, it needs people need to talk about it. People okay. are people are still freaking out that baby Yoda was eating eggs. Like genuine <laughs> I'm still outrage. freaking out about that. I think it's well, I think it's funny. Well, like there's genuine outrage. Funny, but... It's just social media crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho though, episode three. That's what we're talking about today. Or chapter eleven, the heiress. Um, some non-spoiler thoughts first. We'll get, we'll talk about that if you haven't and seen there are the episode. Some big spoilers in this one, so yeah. So it's going to be short, non-spoiler. Um, and then we're going to get into spoiler talk. We're going to kind of recap it and talk about what we thought about it. Right. Um, so first of all, what did you think about the episode? It was short and compact, and it packed a punch, and I liked it a lot. That's the way I would describe this one. All right. Mm-hmm. And it lent a lot to the overarching story kind of compared to the previous episodes. Um, this one really felt like it had a kind of a driving force to move the story forward. Um, I'll leave it at that until the non-spoiler or until the spoiler talk. Yeah. I'd say the, the third episode of the first season too was kind of the same way. I mean, mm. you, you found the child in the first episode at the end of the first episode, but those were really like bounty hunter missions. And then the third yeah. episode was, you got to take the baby run away here's the empire they're going to come after you all that stuff yeah so Add a lot of context and yeah I, and I i like that they did that a lot of people were complaining that it's not pushing the plot forward it's like shimmer down yeah relax we'll get there shimmer let's down. have a nice cowboy adventure and fight space worms and and eat frog people babies like, yeah we like that stuff that's, that's stuff we like that's Star yeah, it's Star Wars. You know how people, yeah. But I like this episode too. It was, it was short. Um, they've they've been getting shorter. You know, since the first one, I was really hoping that since the first one, they'd all be like an hour, um, to dig into. But it was still good. Yeah. I mean, I still felt like I wasn't gypped or anything after this. And I agree. Yeah. So I, I'm enjoying it, and every week I'm just looking forward to the next one. I think this one gave us a lot to talk about. Yeah. Which we should start talking about right about now. Let's Spoiler go ahead and... alert! Yes, that's right. So, where do we even begin? Well, first of all, uh, I think the big spoiler thing, so we can just get it out of the way. Uh, I want to get it out. I just want to get it out. He meets other Mandalorians... Uh, finally, you know, he, mm-hmm. he ends up getting frog lady or salamander lady. 
uh, depending well, on uh, you know your zeniology, you know where you know perception, <laughs> perceptions. You know, um, we don't want to piss off any uh, frog people or frog salamander people, people or lizard pro- people. We are totally accepting of all of them, the amphibian slash scaled and scaled slimy outer slimy. coatering. For people, we're, we're centralists in that regards. I, I I would say. I would say we're very accepting. Mm-hmm. No matter how many gills or webbed fingers, how fast you can hop. The only thing I do judge if you like to eat little baby frogs. Yeah. I judge you real hard on that. And you know who you are out there. You know who you are if you're hearing this. Right. But he gets her there. And as we talked about in the last episode, and if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Is that he, you know, we, we see that person in the crowd and I thought it was a force user from the trailer, how they were saying, he, I need to find yeah. others of his kind. And when he talks about his kind, meaning baby Yoda's kind or the child, he's talking about Jedi. He's not I talking think about that became a little Yoda's bit more people. clear this episode. Yeah. But so I thought it was going to be a Jedi. Like from the trailer, they were mm-hmm. with the voiceover. I was like, that's a Jedi chick. I don't know who it is. She disappears like a Jedi. Uh, turns out though- More like she, Batman. Or, or Batman. Turns out though, she is not a Jedi. She's a Mandalorian. And uh, she's actually, uh, Sasha Banks is her, her yeah. adult film name. I mean, her everything, wrestling name. And everything- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody thought that she was going to play um, Sabine mm-hmm. from Rebels. And it turns out she's not. Yeah, she was like the colorful uh, Mandalorian from Rebels. Changed her hair color all the time. She's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Uh, but she wasn't. She was just another Mandalorian, though. And actually, what was her, name? Her, her name, her character's name was Kasoka Reeves. Yeah. The the actress's real name is Mercedes Varnando, um, but I said it like I said her her adult film name is Sasha Banks. I mean her wrestling name is Sasha Banks. So the big thing is though she shows up and actually uh, Bo Katan, Creams, who was if you have seen the Clone Wars or uh, Rebels, she was a Mandalorian in that. She was actually a sister to. Uh, the Duchess, who Obi-Wan was into, and then she died. Darth Maul killed her. And so there was this whole Mandalorian civil war, and Darth Maul yeah. was taking over one. It was a really cool arc from the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, but she ended up uh, going against Darth Maul then because her sister was killed and stuff like that. But she was also, you know, a bad Mandalorian before that, though. So she's had a mixed pass. Yeah, um, but then in Rebels we actually see her end with the dark saber, which is something I completely forgot because I only saw yeah. Rebels one time through. By Mandalorian rights, that makes you Mandalore, which is the leader of the Mandalorians. Um, Mandalore the Great, whose name has like an apostrophe halfway through it, is like where the the title Mandalore comes from. Because there's like a Jedi Mandalorian civil war, which we heard. I think the armor even talk about back in season one. That's where she had heard of Jedi for yeah. for uh, Din Djarin's quest. Calling him Mando now is going to get confusing once we start getting other Mandalorians. But yeah, but she it, actually the actress who portrayed her in this, Katie pretty, Sackoff, pretty actually awesome. did the voice of the character for the show. Um, so it was cool they were able to literally just bring her. Yeah, from the the animated series into this into real life and it just worked out pretty amazing yeah and, they, and the thing is is people are upset they weren't doing that with uh, Ahsoka Tano yeah I don't understand why they're not doing that I, I, I think well, maybe I just think the actress is a little pers- young yeah but the person that got to play Ahsoka Tano have you seen her she like looks she actually looks like her I she thought looks like her yeah I was like yeah you gotta go with her like she actually and she's a good actress what's her name Zoe something yeah the, the hot nurse from Daredevil Rosario Dawson. That's it. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she's, so she's Ahsoka. I don't know why they didn't bring the voice actor. She does, I think, 
look like she could be her. I think um, so. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. And then, so at the end too, uh, Bo-Katan drops Ahsoka's name. So Boom. it's, even though they say Clone Wars is canon, it never really felt like it to me though. Yeah. You know, back but when now they like, all of a sudden brought back Darth Maul, I was like, it doesn't count. And Right. Right. But then Darth Maul showed up in Solo. And I was like, yeah, but like... Okay. Eh, so now like, it's kind of giving a little credibility to it. That. Yeah. But now she's in this. The Soka's going to be in it. Um, you can't disregard anymore, dude. Can't. This is it. This is real, man. Yeah, Clone Wars was for real, man. Yeah. And we got... <laughs> yeah, we got Ahsoka coming this season. I don't know if it's going to be next episode. Probably not. I don't probably going to have to go on another adventure to figure out where she is, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking the next two to three episodes, we're going to have some Ahsoka Tano action. Well, Dave Filoni, who was like this, sh- pretty much the showrunner, I guess you could call him maybe mm-hmm. for Clone for Wars Clone and Rebels. Wars, right. And he and George Lucas helped create Ahsoka Tano uh, together, actually. And he wrote and directed the fifth episode of this season. Okay. So the speculation is that that's where she's going to show up. Yeah, because I've heard that. He's writing that. and directing that one. It's a character he knows very well. Um, so I, I, I'm thinking five. I could yeah. be wrong. We could meet her in the next one. Maybe could even be. just at the end, though, and have her show up uh, in yeah. the next one. Either way, I'm excited. I like Ahsoka. Yeah, I do, too. Um, I, I think when she was first introduced, I was like, yeah, she's kind of annoying. But her character she had really annoying developed. parts early on in Clone Wars. But yeah, especially in Rebels, she was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and at the end of, of Clone Wars, obviously, she had some awesome moments, except for that, that middle sequence in Clone Wars where she was hanging out with those uh, uh, sisters. The, the last season? Like, yeah, the last season. Like, the sister arc. And she was, yeah, she was kind of giving up the Force and stuff. That was, was like, complete crap. Selfka, don't give up the Force. Come on. Oh, they could have done that. They could have done those episodes in like one or two episodes. Instead, they had them break oh, out. Man. Escape, get captured, break out, break out escape, get, get captured, captured for how like many times? several episodes in a, yeah. like four or five. And it was like yeah. all stupid things. Um, but then the last few of that season were awesome. I mean, her oh. and Darth Maul and all the stuff. I mean, just awesome. Anywho, this episode, though, we got to see Bo-Katan. She shows up and they finally answer the question yes. that we have been talking about for over a year now what's the deal with the helmets all there's the- been Jeez. there's been this inconsistency because yeah. we we start watching mandalorian and he's going by like his group of people who live underground you don't take your helmet off for anybody but we've seen a ton of mandalorians in clone wars and in the, the prequel series just take their helmets off all the time not a problem uh, so we were thinking I think our theory was right. We had yeah, just a theory simple theory right. that it was just, okay, you know, they're on a planet, just like we're on planet Earth, and there's a lot of different type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much what they described there, but they described this kind of extremist cult that yeah. Mando was adopted by, Death Watch, right? Yeah, Death Watch, who, if you know the Clone Wars, yep. were, were the group that I think they kind of helped bring Darth Maul into power. But they were the people of Mandalore that wanted to bring back their warrior culture. Yeah. Because Mandalore was more of like a politician sort of place. And so they were kind of terrorists for a while, but they wanted to bring back the old ways. And the leader actually had the Darksaber. That's where Darth Maul got it. And then it got up around everyone else. It gets around. It gets it's around. around Darksaber. It's cursed. And, and, and now, you know, know who has it now, Steve? Moff Gideon. <laughs> Moff Gideon. If you need to know why I do that, you need to watch. <laughs> you need to watch our uh, our boys talk. I think it's it's our first one. You need to watch that. There's the explanations in there. It's too long. It's, it's an inside joke, but you can be in it if you watch it or listen to it. Anywho, and just for the record, I, I'm still not exactly sure why he does it. Yeah, so. yeah he, he is. He is. <laughs> Anywho, it's like the Pillsbury so, Doughboy. 
But it's like Gideon. I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to explain it. Okay, you don't have to explain. I'm not going to explain it here. Go, go watch it. We're not going to waste time. Anywho, and I, I, I thought that was pretty cool that they answered that right away because I was like, all right, if she is Bo-Katan, I mean, it looked like her. Her costume looked pretty much the oh, same. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's but so hair, cool seeing it. In it real was life. like the most realistic, like animation to human thing i've ever seen it's so strange yeah there wasn't even a question of like is that her i was like that's her yeah even i would even say with the armor Mm -hmm. the mandalorian armor that they had on yeah yeah it looks so accurate to the show and it looks so cool yeah it did they all look pretty sweet and uh so it was was pretty cool and you get to see her and they they were like all right let's answer this question right away they all take off their helmets right in front of them and you don't you can't see his face but like you know in there he's just like so offended. You sons of bitches. <laughs> Where'd you get that armor? <laughs> so offended. This guy. Just like in episode one, he was so offended with a guy to you know, wasn't a Mandalorian. Yeah. But she immediately is like, look, this, this armor's I'm been in my family for like like, like how many generations? Like, I don't know. But she's my sister she's was like, the queen or the duchess or whatever. Yeah. Like we're, I'm as Mandalore as they get. I was born on Mandalore. Yeah, and fun fact, my sister Obi Wan Kenobi. So <laughs> probably not true. Maybe true. I hope it is. I hope he got some action in his life, man. I hope so. I think it adds to his character, you know. Yeah, got some. Well. And anywho, though, but I they kind of it was really cool because they she's like, oh, you're from the Watch, you know, Death Watch. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, that's who rescued him at the end of season one in his flashback we got to see when he was a kid that's who he's adopted by and like i said those are the ones that are they they wanted to bring back the old ways you know that was really their mission um so they i guess his group then really adopted those and lives by those it's their creed yeah it's their creed and she describes him as a real a religious zealot is, yeah. is what it is so like well i like he's how kind of a religious fanatic is kind of one what of those Jin is. one of those yeah when you think about it but that's how he was raised you know yeah that's how he was raised and um the guy on her left when they take their helmets off he goes oh he's one of those yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of showing they don't have a very high opinion of these death watch religious zealots you know like yeah um there's some different clans that different clans think differently of each other apparently just like on earth you know just like on earth and so you know it's a simple explanation that's kind of what we thought from the beginning of why some do and he doesn't like he's just from a different group of people that have yeah. a different set of beliefs how funny was it when like after they did that and they're like yeah we can help you and he's just like no way fuck off and he just flies away <laughs> i thought it was funny it's like i don't I help wish... from you yeah what if uh they just never came back again. <laughs> no, but. he would have. He would have been fine with that. He was like, "All right, gotta go do a different mission now." I that's I, that's what I love about him. He's just like, "All right, screw <laughs> you guys." <laughs> you, he's great. You offensive pigs. Yeah, he's pretty great. So that those are the big points here, and so we'll, we'll kind of backtrack a little bit toward the beginning of the episode where we have frog lady and baby Yoda. They're coming into the atmosphere. Something's wrong with the ship. He just has to do a total free fall in the atmosphere. But this is a pretty cool part. So they're falling the atmosphere and um, one of the Mon Calamari, the same species as uh, general Akbar, is down there. Yeah, it's a trap. He's like, you got to slow your ass down, bro. (laughs) You're going in with some speed. And he does like stop it. He like slows it down enough and then... I think something blew out, like one of his engines yeah, blew out. And one he of just, his engines, like that classic like Star Wars engine failure yeah, noise Yeah, happens and he just tips off into the water. Into the water, which is pretty funny because it looked like he was ready to land softly. Yeah. Um, and then like a walker. Like a, oh, I like this. Yeah. AT-AT, right? Is yeah. that the big ones? And it, it picked but this them up. Is an industrial, this is an industrial yeah. AT-AT. <laughs> Not a snow killer. No, <laughs> um, that was pretty funny. Mm. I like that though. And you could see more in the background, you know? Yeah. Like it made them feel functional and real too. 
totally. I've thought before, like, why would they, in a, in a universe where they have things that float and hover and can shoot, why would they bring down these big things that have to walk somewhere? Super slow. Peter! <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most inefficient design for a combat vehicle. I know. <laughs> Let's get some wheels on this thing at the very least. Yeah. Or just, like, fly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Fly They're lower. Cool. <laughs> They're cool though. They are cool. You know? it, was, it was cool like to see them getting used. But yeah, and he so, talks to the the Akbar guy, the the Mon yeah, Calamari. Yeah. He's like, "Can you fix it?" He's like, "Do what I can." And yeah, <laughs> I had to turn the subtitles on because I couldn't understand him. He's like, "I'll fuel it up if it even holds fuel anymore." He's like, "What would you say?" <laughs> oh man, Mandalorian dude, he doesn't take crap from nobody. Mm-mm. No Mon Calamari people, for sure. Mm-mm. But anyway, we get a reunion of frog people coming together. Uh, yeah. Kermit and whatever. <laughs> no, it's, anyway, but they come together and um, like, look, you know, Baby Yoda is still eyeing those babies, dude. And Mando even has to be like, look, I know you're hungry, bro. I'll hook you up with some food, you know. He does. He says that. <laughs> So he, um, they do go and eat, and uh, and uh, something like uh, they, they, I think they ask maybe the barkeep or someone, hey, has anyone seen anyone of my kind, or can you point me in the direction? He pays them off, and he's like, this Quarren has, and the Quarren are the people with, like the tentacle chin things. They also live on this planet. Um, and if if you saw in the Clone Wars too, they were like fighting with mm-hmm. the Mon Calamari too. Yeah. Um, so they're they're typically, I guess, the more the bad guys. But I was just like, oh, here's a ship guy. He's like, we have to go sail to go find them. Yeah, whatever. We have to sail? Like, yeah, okay, okay, yes. Got spaceships? You got spaceships, but you got to sail across the waters, like. And In it's tre- head, was like, treacherous waters. More, you know, well, maybe they cost more, or maybe because yeah. they fish, you know. Well, they were fishermen, so it makes sense. Yeah, for them, but like to travel there, like, why can't you just be like? Maybe they're fishing on the way. Maybe they're like, let's. Yeah, they're just fishing, fishing on the way. They, they're fish, just fishermen. Fishing ship, you know. But they also have like a pet fish in their boat or something. Yeah, I, I don't know or if that, that was in their boat or, or they below like. Below it. I'm, like, I'm confused about that. But yeah, it was I don't really know. And. Um, dude, when they, they, they're like, hey, do you want to see us feed the, the evil, the giant fish thingy? And Mando's like looking off into the distance and he's like. I don't, I don't know or care. And the guy's like, the kid would like it. And he's like, I'm trying to be a good dad. Fine. And he goes over there and he's like, Oh, look, must be hungry today. And they're feeding it and it's open. And then all of a sudden the dude just smacks baby Yoda into the water. water. Yeah. I freaked out, dude. I was like, no, I got up. I was like, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Like, There were just millions of Star Wars fans all over the world that were just like freaking out for a second, like calling hotlines. How can I help? <laughs> what can I do? So first a of all, here? a couple of things about this. It's not that Mando didn't suspect anything. He was kind of like, all right, that's close enough. Don't get too close to this water thing. Mm-hmm. But it was still too close. And also, they do focus on the capsule closing before the Kraken thing. Yeah, the Kraken. What's it called? It's called a Mon... I think it's like an anus with teeth. Uh, that's what it's called, an anus with teeth. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the Star Wars thing. <laughs> that sounds good. Anywho, well, the giant anus thing, it just wraps around Baby Yoda and just swallows... Him. But, like, yeah, you get to see that, like, it shuts. So, like... So, you know, it's... But the other thing I was going to say is that Mando dove in, like, immediately. Mm. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Pretty awesome. He's, he's awesome. He's trying to be a good dad. I think he's great. I think he's great. And they Too bad, the though. Doors. They just shut the gate, and it's just like... And they start jabbing him with like these long... Yeah, pokers. Stabs, like pokers. Yeah, they got pokers. Just... One thing I was thinking, though, was like, <laughs> as soon as it shut, Mando like gave up instantly. You know what I mean? Like He was like yeah. just trying to stay on top then. I was like, what? why... Why did he instantly come back? You know, he like dove in. And then he like, he heard it shut. He's like, oh crap. Like, I don't want to die. 
<laughs> I love this baby, but like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't having it. They were just poking him down. Yeah. And he's just in his best car, like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they wanted his armor, is what they, they wanted. Yeah, they wanted the best car armor. And then all Super of a sudden, rare. Uh, they get the, some more armor coming in. Yeah. Boom. And okay, I got to say, uh, Bo Katan and, and the other two just kick so much butt. They right. are so good. It was, it was fun watching other Mandalorians fight. Uh, again, we saw Mandalorians. The first time we saw other Mandalorians fight was in episode three of the first mm-hmm. season. So it's pretty cool. I don't know if that was like a reference to itself or anything. Yeah, but I think these ones could kick anybody's butt. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So there's and don't even get me started when they broke into the ship. Don't even get me started. We'll get to that. But oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. But so anyway, they, right they now, they easily yeah. beat these fishermen up, um, and they easily they get Mando out, and like he's like, "My baby, help <laughs> me find my baby." I know, my baby. <laughs> And one of them is just like, uh, all right, <laughs> just goes in and gets him somehow. I don't even know how, what she did to get him. Like, she like tickled it, like yeah, tickled the anus with the teeth. thing. That, yeah, that makes it throw up, and it comes up, and like the thing tried like chewing through. It was capsule. dented. It was dented. She just rips it open, and yeah, baby Yoda's fine. Mando's just like hugging him, like, oh, little boopa, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway he's pretty sweet though he's like don't like choking up and he's like don't worry go get him but that's when we saw they they take their helmets off he gets offended he is offended we just talked about this he tells him he's like buzz off i don't need your help (laughs) yeah we got our answer of why he take he doesn't take the helmet off and others do so what do you you think about that though I, i like that he is like a fundamentalist though i I really i dig that i i would probably be okay with taking my helmet off and like Mm -hmm. in a group of mandalorians though i think that should be allowed you know what i mean no i like it i mean it's just like the jedi had really we grew up being big fans of the jedi still love the jedi but when you really think about it's pretty extreme culture they have yeah you're not allowed to love you're not allowed you know yeah you're not allowed to restrict your feelings so much um it's not something like I think I could actually like, you know, yeah. do in real life. Like, mm-hmm. but I love to, I just, that's what I love about the fiction is like, you appreciate it too. You appreciate these different cultures that, um, they feel real they and feel real. They echo things that are in our history, but are new. And yeah. yeah. So but I like, like it. And I, I like guess... that it shows that there's a difference, like even from the same planet, you know, like not well, everyone from one from Mandalore though. No, I know, but he was raised by, Mandalorians, yeah. Mandalorians. So then their people, you know, believed in this this culture. So yeah. like it's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. I really like it. I like that Mando doesn't take it off, and I like that the other people think that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It makes him different than them. Yeah, it makes him different. So I guess and he is different. We definitely know then he didn't take his helmet off when he was intimate with them with that Twi'lek who was in episode six. Like he just kept his helmet on when they were doing the horizontal tango you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. like that's some commitment there commitment. <laughs> she's like let me just give you a kiss no <laughs> we don't kiss yep. <laughs> the helmet it's the helmet why we don't kiss <laughs> that's hilarious it is it reminds me of a thing in rick and morty what there's like a post apocalyptic episode and there's somebody that wears a cool helmet it kind of looks like a mandalorian helmet or something hmm. And Summer's like getting intimate with him, and she's like, "Can you take the helmet off?" And he's like, "Oh, I've never taken it off." She's like, "Just, just take it off for me." And he takes it off, and he's got this horrible mustache. <laughs> and she's just like, "Oh," he's like, "Oh, oh I can put it back on." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then Mando runs away from them because he's just like, "Screw these people, dude." <laughs> screw these freaking liberals <laughs> with uh his conservative ways he goes and then he's walking through an alley with um baby yoda and all of the um the corin corin yeah come out and you killed my brother yeah and this is pretty cool and mando i'm, I'm like wondering what he's gonna do again he usually finds a way out of these situations but 
he's there's a lot of these guys yeah and this was pretty cool as Bo-Katan comes in and is like no he didn't I did <laughs> and then they just slay they, all quick draw they just slay these guys crazy so Mando gets saved by them for a second time um it's so great seeing Mandalorians in a group like yeah how they trump anyone else and their armor is so cool i love the the patterns on it yeah and it theirs just looks so good Mm. i don't know what it was i can't put it into words i think it was the blue maybe i don't know Maybe the blue maybe just the background even when they were on the boat with the the sea in the back i can't even put my finger on it but it almost like looked like you could recognize the cartoon in the live action even with all the armor on yeah but it didn't feel cartoony though it didn't feel cartoony but it you could recognize it for sure. But yeah. Anyway, it, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Well, so, whose whose armor would you have? Would you have Dinjarin's or mm. or or their blue? Are they night owls? Because I, I think night owls mm-hmm. or whatever owl group weren't they all female though? Or well, something? they were all female, and I think wasn't Bo-Katan was one of them for a time. Yeah, I, I believe. so. But that Might the, the guys in it. So I don't know if they're still that or. I don't what, think but, so anymore. But who would you pick yeah. though? Who would you wear? Who are you wearing? You're, you're going to the Star Wars Awards. Dude, I don't know. I need to get... Oh, I'm going to the Star Wars Awards? Yeah, are you wearing Din Djarin's armor? Or are you wearing Clone Wars? You're wearing these Clone Wars to live action armor? Clone Wars live action is like prettier. But Din Djarin's is like... Just... I like the sleekness of it. I do too. I like how shiny... Mm, I'm going to go Din, his. Din Djarin. Yeah, I'm going to Mando with this. Because he looks like a classic warrior too he looks like yeah a knight. yeah he does he looks like a knight but also like the bounty hunter you know he's he's we're going as mando he echoes the old and the new you know yes. what i mean he's so yes. cool yes and i just love knowing how he's just kind of his suit has grown with him mm-hmm. you know i love that aspect of season one yeah basically they kind of have a meeting by the way something tried to eat baby yoda's face in his soup <laughs> um in this episode, it was kind of funny. Yeah, get some payback. He's like, yeah. "I saw you did those eggs." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, basically, he's having this conversation with Bo-Katan. Mando is, and she pretty much tells him, "Like, if you help us with this mission, we're going to. I know a Jedi that I can. I know where she is. I can help you find her. Mm-hmm. Or she doesn't say her." She just says, "Yeah, help you find the Jedi." The Jedi. So anyway, Mando takes Yoda, Baby Yoda to the babysitter, the child, and so gives it like he brings him back to the frog people, <laughs> and I'm just like, Mando, 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 bad idea, bad idea. What? <laughs> These guys, he's gonna eat all their kids. <laughs> it's just like your friend just had newborn triplets and you're like here watch my lion <laughs> like <laughs> i'm gonna go <laughs> do some adventure stuff <laughs> no i'll be fine <laughs> yeah, he can only choke you with his mind if you make him mad here, here yeah. you go <laughs> anyway baby yoda goes straight for those eggs yeah but he he's up against the glass but yeah, they're moving around one, though he sees one's being being born right yeah and I'll just say this at the end of the episode. I'll just go there now. When Mando comes back to get him, there's like a frog that's grown. It's a tadpole now. Yeah. Well, it's a tadpole, right? And it's swimming around and he's like touched, petting it and touching it. But like, I can read his mind. I can read his mind. He's just thinking like, oh, you get big. You're going to get bigger. I can't. I'm going to let you get bigger. And I'm going to eat you. <laughs> I, could, I can read his mind. And um, no, why was, why was Mando letting him touch? The tadpole, you know, like well, he he did pull him away. He did, yeah, he did, but like I'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, he should just go. Whoa! Like as soon as I saw the door, and we're gone. I know he didn't. <laughs> Thank he you guys. Bye. But I love like when he was pulling Baby Yoda away. Baby Yoda was like, "No, I want to eat you." He was like, "No, no, no I want to eat you." <laughs> it wasn't that he wanted to pet it and have fun and have a little pet. No, no, no. He was waiting for that thing to get bigger. That's the only reason he didn't eat it yet. Mm-hmm. Was because. It wasn't big enough yet. <laughs> I'm going to talk too because I think it's important how mm-hmm. crappy it is for Frog Dad because 
he doesn't get to have sex. He just has to come in. in this bucket of eggs. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Why is that crappy? I don't know. Maybe it's more fun for them. <laughs> just kidding. He has to relieve himself in the eggs. He can't have the real fun. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't get to do the horizontal tango. He's just... Don't tell him that, though. He might not know. He might not know. Anywho, though, let's Or he jump might back. think that's super gross. <laughs> Imagine frogs thinking that we're gross. <laughs> you what? No, no. That thing is supposed to be for the eggs. I'm just like, yeah. Just picturing like a frog coming out of a muddy swamp. Disgusting, guys. What the? What the hell are you doing? That is so not hygienic. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> it reminds me of another Rick and Morty thing. Yeah? yeah? They're walking into a restaurant that's run by frogs. And the two guys behind the counter go to Rick like, hey, Ribbit, Ribbit, hey, hey, Ribbit, Ribbit, hey. <laughs> back in it back up. Mando drops the yeah. kid off. So he's going on a mission with the, the other three Mandalorians. Um, and they, what they're going to do is hijack this empire ship that has weapons on, or they're going to steal the they're going to steal the weapons on the ship is what the original plan is mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet they get on there and it's it's a pretty cool group of empire guys i thought yeah. it felt really like classic empire guys like yeah. the guy was very professional the captain yeah the captain um he wasn't yelling or anything like we yeah, see with uh, the new first order or anything like that he had like his uh, badges. Yeah, he was official, man. Yeah, he was official. He's he was a really cool. He was a really cool character. I thought so. And how, how short he was in this, yeah. and really felt like classic Empire kind of guy. And they're flying, and eventually oh. the Mandalorians break in. And they do. They go full Assassin's Creed. She's got like the forearm knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. They wreck house, dude. Oh yeah. They're just going down and just wrecking the stormtroopers. And uh it still feels like they're they're kind of a threat though, because they have to hide and come up. But I mean, they're covered in bulletproof armor. You know what I mean? Blaster proof armor. Mm-hmm. And and the guys are like, Oh, like, there's gotta be like ten of them coming through. You know, and there's there's four. And yeah. just making their way up. <laughs> And eventually they get to like this cargo area where all the (laughs) weapons are. And uh, there's this other officer who seemed pretty cool. He seemed like a cool guy. And uh, they're coming through and he's like, shut the doors, shut them all, shut all. And they're like, what doors? And he's like, all the doors, shut all the doors. And like that to me, like felt like such a clunky reference. This show does a lot of references to the other movies and stuff. But that one to me was like so clunky and on the nose for, uh, you know, the original star Wars, the new hope. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in the trash compactor and Luke is yelling, shut all the doors, three PO, shut them all. Yeah. All the doors, all the doors on attention level. That did feel a little bit. Like he kept saying, I was like, like there's, there's a set of doors in between you and them. Shut any of them. Why do you have to say all the doors? Shut one. Like that, so I, like I was like, right, that was just a clunky way to force in a reference there. Totally, because the the show does do a lot of references. To me, which they, is fun. They pretty much felt organic, though. That one to me was like so on the nose. And I was what is like, it with you tonight? With the chapter numbers, with the uh, references? It's uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to fertilize any eggs. You know, that's what it comes down to. Anyway. The guy does the reference. They sh- they finally shut all the doors. Captain calls back and he's he said, "Where do you how are, how are we doing down there, guys?" And he's like, "We got him trapped." And he said, "Trapped where?" And he said, "In the cargo control room." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, jettison. <laughs> yeah, but before that, the captain's like, "Did you just say the cargo control room, you dumbass?" <laughs> you- <laughs> massive and what what room are you in (laughs) the cargo release room (laughs) yeah yeah and they just unload that was fun though that was fun it was funny they get in there then and they start looking at the weapons and mando's says you know all right here's here's the end of the deal we said get you to the weapons Mm -hmm. 
help me find Again, the Jedi. Because Bo Katan wants these weapons so that she can arm people to retake Mandalore. Yes, yes, yes. Right. yes. Um, so that's kind of why she's sabotaging these ships, trying to steal weapons. Um, but yeah, then she contacts the captain through the ship. And she goes like, yeah, we're not done. We're coming for you next. And Mando's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Like, that's not what I signed up for, you know? Yeah, we had an agreement. We had an agreement. And he's an honorable guy, too. And he's and seen like, these Mandalorians, even though they take off their helmets, he's still dealing with them like he would members of his own clan. Right. And he's, he's, he said, you know, we made a, a deal. We made an agreement. She said, I'm changing the agreement, you know. Which is another shout out to Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes when, Back. Uh, Darth Vader's saying that to Lando. Pray I don't alter it any further. Yeah. And, uh, but that one to me, I was like, all right, I, I kind of like that one. Um, yeah, not bad. But then I like, well, she just gives him a snobby. This is the way. Yeah. This is the, oh, I was like, you're going to throw that in his face right now? Oh my God. I was just like, going to dis- disrespect him like that. I, as soon as that happened, first of all, I was, I was like, all right, you are not a true Mandalorian. If you <sighs> betray one of your own like that you lie to them that's not all. and you could just see it on his face even he doesn't yeah, have even though you can't really see it on his face <laughs> but, he, he, but he was thinking that's how there, good pedro pascal is in all this he's just yeah who or whoever is in or whoever if it wasn't him this episode it, uh yeah you can just he, read he, it on his face you just saw it on there he was just these people have no honor you know you just saw it on there he said that is not how we say it. this is the way that is not when we say it nope. you know and I was just, I was thinking, all right, so we're going to have some maybe Mandalorian civil war maybe going on here again, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, that's what I was kind of feeling at the time. But it doesn't really shape out that way anyway. Yeah, but, they keep pushing forward. And this was like, then Mando actually like took one for the team. Oh, yeah. How sweet. Yeah, was there that? was like a group of stormtroopers that were just laying just heavy gunfire down. Heavy gunfire. It was pretty tough even for everything they faced so far. Yeah. They and they were trying to get through, but Bando takes one for the team. And I was, I was thinking, he's doing this even after like they disrespected him like that. That's how. Like, all right, he's all. But that's how it, dude. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way, you mother fathers. I'm coming <laughs> through here. He just like, he's just taking it because he knows he's got the best scar on. I'm still kind of like, you're not a hundred percent covered by the best guy. You, know, like, you got patches here. You know. And it looks like it hurts though, too. He's getting yeah, like, he's shot like, in the head and the chest. Ugh, ugh. And it, they bring him down. two grenades in his hand. Yeah. yeah. They bring him down, but he, like right when he gets down, he just lobs the grenades at them. And I was just like, I was thinking to myself, it's like, I mean, I would have thrown him from the end. I would have just like, <laughs> <laughs> just chucked him. <laughs> yeah, no. you should have done that. It might have been a way longer hallway than we think. I but, don't know, um, man. But he does lob them and explodes everyone in that little room that they were in. Mm-hmm. And um, they move forward and they're able to get into the cockpit. Yeah. Well, it was really cool. I think before this, before that happened, they were getting so close that the captain calls Moff Gideon. And That's we right. get to see Moff Gideon on a hologram. And he says he's... Moff Gideon asked him, where are they in the ship? And or, or the, he asked about, like, are these the same pirates that we've been dealing with? And he was like, yep, I, we think so. And he, so Moff Gideon was like, all right, well, how far are they? He's like, well, they're getting pretty close here to the, the bridge or the control room or whatever. He's like, all right, you know what you have to do. And both the, the pilots just look at each other like, shit. <laughs> like, we're so new and we know what that means. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the long live the empire. And long live the empire. My God. Captain hangs up the phone, shoots both the pilots and just pushes it down. Just so like, yeah. Professional too. Like there's no like emotion. He's not like long live the empire. He's just, just like, He's doing this his is his job. job. This is his job. But then they break into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And Mando was just, I love Mando just like gets, get, get out of that seat and tosses him back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a pretty cool and realistic like save from the landing. Yeah. It wasn't a crash landing. He was just able to just, they had to keep flying up, but they kind of just had to swing it up, you know? Yeah, they, they're pulling up. But they got it up and 
And when they go and confront him like about the location of, of Moth Gideon and the location of the dark saber. Yeah. Bo Katan, she says, Where is it? And he, he said he like Is it here? And he said, If you if you have to ask, you know who you already know. You already know that he has it. Yeah. And he bites on his little cyanide capsule that's yeah. a uh, brain fryer, uh, brain fryer. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It just electrocuted him from the inside. Yeah. It was, it was cool. So it's, it's pretty cool. She, we get to hear the dark saber and that's what she wants, you know? And so he kills himself. They level out though. And she ends up telling him about Ahsoka, but um, she just I thought na- it just name drops her. Yeah. Ahsoka. So we're going to see Ahsoka at some point, which is pretty are you, crazy. Are you happy that she was name dropped like that? Or would you rather have them say, here's the Jedi lives here. And then it kind of, I think we all knew it was, we her. all know though. Okay. You know, okay. so I, I was, yeah, I was for it. What about you? What'd you think? I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Um, I thought it was pretty cool that we got to hear it before we saw it. So, you know, some little teasing for all the people that are like, what about the plot? We need more plot. We need to drive the plot. But I think it really shows too. I mean, uh, Bo-Katan. <laughs> Bo-Katan, who is... Um, from the show, like we said, she's a flawed character. She's not like a perfect hero or anything. Even though she ended up with the Darksaber at the end of Rebels. I mean, she was with Death Watch. You know, she was terrorizing her city. And here she is. She's so obsessed with becoming the leader that she's willing to screw over this guy, you know, who's, who is helping her just to fi- figure out a name. Yeah. And the thing is, too, when she saw the Baby Yoda, too, did you see, too, she, like, looked at it like... Yeah. I know what that is, but I'm yeah. not going to tell you. And I was just like, like, you could be doing more for him. He doesn't even know what a Jedi is exactly. He just knows exactly. like sorceress or sorcerer or whatever. And she just, and she's just like, I'm just going to give him exactly the bare minimum of what I yeah, can. Of, I'll yeah. tell you where the Jedi is yeah. and her name. Information is not free in Star Wars though. Nah. It's but, never free. So I mean, she didn't tell him that without getting his help. She's not a cool. She's not a cool person overall. You know, I mean, like, I mean, she's she's a cool character, but I mean, as far as like being a good person, like, oh, she's a very questionable person. Yeah, I mean, she Din Djarin obviously has a questionable past too, but, um, yeah, I was just I was like, this this isn't the way, you know, <laughs> and he does drop a this is the way. He does show her how to use yeah. that that word. So it was really cool to see those two different Mandalorian viewpoints on things and yeah, was, uh, was, that was cool and a lot of people are talking to that maybe Bo-Katan is going to get her own spinoff and that's one thing too I said earlier in our earlier episodes I was a little worried that we'd be we'd be getting too many uh, cameos and that they'd be trying too hard to build other spinoffs from this show and a lot of people are like oh she's going to be getting her own or anything and I'm not opposed to her getting her own series or anything apparently Boba Fett is going to get his own series. Um, she might, you know, Ahsoka probably was, I wouldn't be surprised. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, I have no problem with that, but I can really see her storyline as far as her wanting to be Mandalore and Din Djarin's uh, a quest of fi- uh, getting the child, finding other Mandalorians, and obviously, he has a vendetta with Moff Gideon. Um, I can see him also participating in that. I can see that being a, a big arc of his story, too. Everyone thinks, oh, that's separate from the child. But I yeah. think that'll, that'll be part of it. I, w- I would love to see him get back to Mandalore, um, the planet. He's, he's never been there. You know, he even said, yeah. that's, a, that's a desolate world. They're like, nothing grows. And she's like, don't believe everything you hear. Yeah, I mean, we see on the planet like, lives and live in domes. It's yeah, like, dome cities on Mandalore. You know. Yeah. So obviously, some things have gone down with the purge and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So, but I I would be very interested in seeing him participate in, you know, maybe bringing back, um, you know, Mandalore and bringing back the Mandalorian way yeah. to there. And I would like to see him become the Mandalore too. I'd like to see him be the leader, honestly. Um, I don't think he would want it, but I think it'd be pretty sweet if we went that way. Totally, dude. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, he probably wouldn't want it. He'd John Snow that real hard. <laughs> I don't want it. She's my queen. <laughs> Baby Yoda's my queen. <laughs> Baby Yoda would take that freaking thing. <laughs> and just kill everyone. <laughs> they will all be food. <laughs> Baby Yoda's a little evil bastard. Yeah. But he had he had a lot of cute giggles and laughing in this one. Yeah. He had a lot of baby noises in this. A lot of baby noises, yeah. And so we end then. He uh, he ends up getting back to the Razor Crest, his ship. And we saw that the guy uh, had had worked on it. And there's just <laughs> nets all over it and stuff. Like he patched Horrible. it up with nets, yeah. apparently. And Amanda even gets there and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? What, did, what did I pay him for? Yeah, and when he's flying out, it's like horrible. Yeah, and this, and at uh, the end, yeah, like starfish tries to get Baby Yoda. This was sweet. This was yeah. like Jedi reaction here. I know. Just... That was like Jedi. He wasn't even looking. I know. Why did he wait so long? Is what I want to know. Why did yeah. he, like he wanted to make sure it was like just in arm's reach. You know, like he didn't he want to have to like save get him. up from his chair. And like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was a. I I really liked it. it was a short one, but it was really cool. Um, like I said, I I was really excited by getting to finally figure out the helmet thing. Yes. Got to see a Clone Wars character in live action who played her. The voice yeah, that actress. that was so smooth and that was phenomenal. And then that we're was... gonna hear Ahsoka. Um, so we pushed the big plot. I loved the Empire guys in this. And then they're fighting the the Mandalorian fighting styles was so cool. Yes, so yes. well done. Yeah, overall, good, great episode. Wish it was a little longer, but um, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it was it awesome. awesome. I didn't feel gypped or anything. I, I I'm gonna wait and hold out to see where this the whole season ends up. But if right now it feels like the way this is going, it's probably gonna be one of my favorite shows. Probably. Yes, I mean, it, really. There hasn't been a lot of bad episodes. I can't think of many. Yeah, I don't. I think every episode's been enjoyable. Yeah, every single one so far. Especially season two has been really solid so far. So yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone, or watching on YouTube. Listen on podcast. If you haven't done it on the other one, you can do it on the other one, and you can check out our other episodes of The Mandalorian. We have uh, season two, episode one and two out on YouTube and podcast. We also have all of season one. We had we just did a whole episode for the whole season, so check that out too. Also, check out our Last Kingdom stuff if you're a fan of The Last Kingdom. And if you're not, listen to it, and maybe you will be. And then go check it out. Um, yes. Because it's, it's pretty awesome too. If you dig the Mandalorian culture, I think you'd really dig the Viking culture in The Last Kingdom. Yeah, definitely. But thank you for listening. Going to cover episode four next week, so... Hold on tight, and this is the way. This is the way. Ah!